Hey, it's Anya. It's your girl, Nadia. What's up, guys? It's Trent. And I'm Ramesh, and we are The Community. We're covering the latest in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. Let's get started. Good day, and welcome to another week of The Community, everybody. As you can see, we have our birthday girl back in the building. I knew I heard that Wendy Williams audience. (laughs) But as you can see, we are also missing one of our community members. Anya has taken the time to celebrate Father's Day with her dad and her family. So happy Father's Day to all of the fathers and father figures out yeah. in the Bahamas and in the world um, from the community team. But Nadia, tell us, how was the birthday? Yeah, so if you know me, you know I love my freaking birthday. June 15th is the best day ever. Um, and my birthday, what I did for it, I did a really small brunch um, gathering at my uh, best friend's house. Um, there was, everything was cooked, so we did conch chowder. And as you guys know, I love to walk around with my laptop, right, for podcasts. So there was cone chowder, there was chicken and waffles, there was coconut French toast, there was a fruit platter, there was scones, blueberry muffins, and some fancy French pastry that I cannot remember the name of right now. <laughs> we had a mimosa and sangria station, and we also had a granola parfait station. So it was actually pretty cool. Um, everybody was late as per behavior. <laughs> guidelines to the point where like, I was afraid nobody was going to come. Like, <laughs> you know me, you know that the reason I've never had an adult party is because I'm absolutely terrified nobody will show up. I even texted in the group and I was like, hey, anybody on the way yet? An hour later. <laughs> um, and they definitely showed up, but it was a great time. It was from 2 o'clock till about 8 o'clock. We okay. um, sort of treaded really close to curfew and then yeah. also to end it off everybody was able to leave with um a to-go plate of seafood mac and cheese Ooh, okay and birthday cake obviously <laughs> all right trent how did you spend nadia's birthday week exactly <laughs> i would have loved to spend it with her Good I wasn't invited, so I, I had to celebrate another friend's birthday, which was fun. Okay. Well, this week I got my Amazon order. So, oh, how was that? Can you talk to us about your experience? So I've realized, so this was my first time ever shipping, using a shipping company to bring items over. Okay. I will say that I'm going to be very hesitant on shipping now because I did not realize how expensive that process was. Yeah. So going into it, I, I heard everything that I would have to pay, but in my mind it was like, eh, okay, that's it. Yeah. So at first, so like I said, I, I ordered everything for my room renovation. Um, so all of my sheets, towels. Oh, we're still doing the room renovation. Yes, new furnishings, everything. So I got new lamps, new fans, all these different things. So in doing the calculation, I calculated freight. I was like, oh, $120, that's going to be a breeze. 
And then I had to realize that, oh, you have to pay customs. Huh, okay, so. That was a reason. Customs and then freight. Okay, 250. And then I had the shock of my life. Because no one ever told me that on top of customs, you have to pay back. I did not realize. No, I am so sorry. I thought that was adding into the percentage. I didn't realize I was paying two set of taxes. This is highway no, robbery. You're lying. You're lying. Nadia, let me tell you the frustration I had swiping my card to pay for these things. <laughs> it was a lot. But I, I was very excited when all of them came. I unboxed. So next week, the gentleman's supposed to be coming to finish seal up the roof and put down some new baseboards. So that was a part of my project this week as well. I took down all of the baseboards in the house. So right. once the carpenter comes, he just has to put the new ones up, install the new doors, and then I will go to painting. I cannot wait until my room is done. I am very excited so that I can stop spending money. So do you think that your shipping experience has put you off completely? Or is it just that you didn't estimate the amount of calculations? Because I think like for me and Trent, I think we actually ship a lot or we've had shipping experience where we're not like shocked. Like the reality is if, if you spend $70 on products online, you I, I, okay, so about 60 or $70 to clear them. Ramesh got online items that I don't ever have never ordered before, so I wouldn't know how expensive they would come up to. I don't <laughs> order anything that big, so... Right, we I, learned I that. I don't see it when I pay. Right, but that's because we've already learned that. We've learned that necessities is what we ship. If we could really do without, mm -mm, it's not going to happen. Or we're going to go to Lowe's and buy our toiletries. My protein bar, my little t-shirts, my little um, fitness belts and stuff, they don't ever take me Anywhere where I'm like, oh, no, this is too expensive. What I will say, Nadia, is it's not that the rates were bad. It's just that because I've never done it, it wasn't something that I expected. Right. So I'm the, right, I'm the person that typically travels and brings my items back on me. So I never had to do the shipping freight and... You You'll be know, trying to swing the government in No, person. because I have my exemption, I could use my $500 exemption on these items versus having to... Well, that's also true, but we customers. still try. <laughs> no, I'm not promoting defrauding the government of any money. You know, we want to make sure that we live in a profitable country, so make sure to pay your customs fees, everybody. But let's get started with this week's topics. Right. So, speaking of traveling, the government has made some amendments to <laughs> the July 1st reopening of our borders for international travelers as well as returning locals. Residents. So, initially, it was stated that you didn't need to be tested. Once you said that you don't have COVID-19, come on. Visit the beautiful shores of the Bahamas. Stay in our world-class resorts. You know, give our people coronavirus. Essentially, that's what we were saying. 
So after a lot of discussions, that's changed. So now persons have to be tested at least 10 days in advance before coming to the country. Do you think that this change was necessary or do you think that them coming regardless would have been fine? I mean, it's necessary, but mm -hmm. what are you going to do if they test positive? Send them back. They shouldn't be allowed to go on the plane. That's actually what it's supposed to be. I think so, it's, I, I think we've done an amazing, now granted, y'all, I'm not changing my views. I still hated lockdown. I hated it. However, I think we did a great job in terms of flattening our curve mm -hmm. and um, slowing our spread. Even with um, things reopening, we still were, we're still flat, like the curve is still flat. Like we still don't have infections popping up frequently. Um, if we can get them to like two weeks in that long infection, that'd be great. But we've been doing, I think our longest stretch is maybe like five days or six days. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's necessary. The reality is, is that like when persons come in in an influx on a plane, that's 120 people. If you have, and that, that's going to be 120 people at least, Every 80 hour. to 90 of them about to be tourists. Mm -hmm. So if you have like 50 of them who are infected, <clears throat> that's a lot. And then even so, because let's just say you, because like Trent, you said you'd have to, like, what would you do with them, right? My hopes is that you would turn them around and don't let them board. But if you don't find out that they are not infected until they land in Nassau, if it's like 50 of them, we don't even have the capacity to hold them people. Mm -hmm. And that's only 50 people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need some to... See, for me, I'm all good. You know, I got a little extended vacay. <laughs> now, if my vacay was cut short for me to go back to what I was doing next month. Man, but, yeah. So for me, I feel that, yes, we have done a good job of flattening the curve. However, people have gotten, their chains have yeah. been unlocked. They've been released from jail. So now they are embracing everything that they could do for the last two and a half months. A little too comfortable. A lot of persons are not wearing masks. Yeah, that's a, a little uncomfortable. This weekend alone, I have witnessed a lot of parties, a lot of... Everybody was at the restaurants. Restaurants were bushed out. Yeah, they were. Fish fry last week was ridiculous. It's... I mean, yes, I understand that, no, you can't eat with your mask on. That's understandable. No, you can't drink with your mask on. That's understandable. But the way but they were doing it. Congregating and socializing just to do that, it's, it's not beneficial to our group thus far in combating this disease. So I was out west. I won't name the restaurant. And I had to use the restaurant. I felt as though I was masked shamed because <laughs> I walked in there with my mask on and people were like, and I was like, oh my God, y'all trying to kill yourselves. Like I was so, I was so shocked, babe, because it is out, while it is outside dining, like people crowding the bars to order their drinks. It's like people coming up behind you, you know, and I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, don't do that. And, don't, uh, and that's the fair. Restroom. So literally, as I went and used my restaurant, and I got the heck up because I really, really had to go, and I got the heck up out of there because that was for me who's not super paranoid mm -hmm. about catching it. 
like that was super uncomfortable because it's like you're not even trying like y'all just really don't care at this point and that's not cool because you're not thinking about everybody else yeah and in addition to that i know the discussion as of late has been how will life look once we start adjusting to this new normal so i know the ministry of education was discussing the possibility of doing split days for students so half of the class comes in the morning and half comes in the afternoon so okay so there are a number of challenges with that alone a they are you know they they first of all the turn who was already cutting class could definitely cut off <laughs> they ain't even showing up the my thing is the reason why schools were cut first before any businesses closed down is because kids will not observe social distancing. Just mm-hmm. point blank period. That's a that's not a generalization of oh some kids will, some kids won't. It's it's just understood that it's unrealistic to say that kids will social distance. Because let's take break time for example. Just like how Nadi said that persons were congregating behind her trying to get a drink at the bar. If it's break time and I only have fifteen minutes, about twenty of us could be standing by the lady truck trying to get a hot party at the car. I'm going to be like, oh, I'll wait my turn until you have moved six feet away from me to come and get my snack from the Exactly. So everything is going to be difficult for an adjustment. And that's why I feel like adding an additional factor, that being these tourists coming in and not knowing if they have the disease or not, will just aid in other chaos happen. So I feel like the adjustment to make sure that people are tested is key. I think you have to bring a medical card to prove that you tested negative for um, COVID-19 because the word of mouth thing that they were initially doing where you just fill out a form and say that yes or no, it it wasn't going to be valuable to us. I can say, Mm -hmm. yes, I tested negative. I never got tested. I put that thing in my nose to cost me sneeze. No. So I, I feel that this step is beneficial Will it hinder the amount of persons that will come? It may, but we also have to look at it as, are we trying to maintain us having a clean, green, pristine country, or are we just inviting anybody to come and then cause us to be in utter chaos and mayhem? Not even that, the tests, are the tests free in the States? Um, I know persons issue them free from time to time, but I don't know if it's completely free now. I, I, I will say I do admire the establishments that still require you to have a mask before entering. I think it should be mandatory regardless. Yeah. Even at a restaurant, I feel like you need to come with it on. And until your food comes, you should have that on until your food arrives. So cool, Yeah. I agree. So another thing that has been scrutinized because of the coronavirus has been the restart of the NBA season. So the NBA is looking into restarting or completing its season at the Disney location Mm -hmm. for about four months, starting in August. Mm -hmm. A number of players have voiced their opinion on this matter, stating that they don't feel like it's safe, while others are eager to get back to work. So, What's going to happen is it's going to be a closed court game where only the mm-hmm. players and the officials are there, but it's going to be televised for fans okay. to, spectate, to spectate. Okay, so not that. 
So do you feel like, A, they should continue on with the NBA, considering that no. persons won't be there to actually chair on the teams? No? Why? You say no, Trey. Yeah, it's, why? It's, it's not even just about persons' fans not being there. That's the least of my concern. My concern is this billion-dollar company want to put the health of the athletes at risk. Um, they don't have to be the ones to go on the court and dribble and and um, guard and try to get the ball and all of these things. They don't have to be the one to do it. So why are you put, um, putting these guys' health at risk? I, I don't appreciate that. So the, the health factor for me, so it's – how they have it set up or how they plan to have it set up is that it's supposed to be like this bubbled effect. So only the players who have already tested negative will be able to interact with each other. There'll be no outside force coming in. It will literally just be this village essentially interacting with each other day to day for four months. Are they testing daily? I don't know how often they will test. They haven't stated that far. If I have to get tested daily, I wasn't going. Because tested daily for four months, especially if my team makes it to the championship game, no more. No, no. Too many flaws. Too many flaws. They just need to leave it alone. But after they leave the arena, there's interaction with different people. There's no. No, it's supposed to just be this village. So if you have a bus driver... So they're like staying at Disney. Correct. Correct. It's it's Essentially, you're being locked up for four months. That's not going to work. Like, they literally quarantined at Disney World. Correct. That's not going to work. No, so I'm it, a Disney fanatic. These men of families. I punched Cinderella in her face. <laughs> <laughs> but then she asked me if I want time one more time. I made right. to go off topic, but I need another Disney trip dread. <laughs> <laughs> me too, because it is the happiest place on earth. But I think after four months of being oh. quarantined now... It's I'm, not. It's, you're not on Disney World's property. So there is Disney properties. I think it's Disney Lakes or Disney Shores or something mm-hmm. of that nature. They're about to let them stay at the campsite. Right. That's where they will be staying. Too many boys. I went there last year. Let me tell y'all. One, boys. got alligators like crazy. I really didn't have a little boy yet snatch. And two, yes, every time you walk, it to say alligator crossing. And two, the that's most... A in the, that's a lot in Florida, though. The mosquitoes are serious. <laughs> <laughs> and it is really, I ain't gonna lie, it's extremely spaced out. Like the cabins themselves, extremely spaced out from each other. So that would make sense. What so I the believe, family is, would, would, I, would the- I, I do believe the option will be given for you to carry your family members, but they will not be able to leave your premises. It's not where, oh, mommy and the kids are going into town today to see what's happening now. Uh, how I feel like it's going to be set up is there's going to be a designated shopper. That shopper would get your items, clean them off, bring them to your apartment or your. Too much going on. Too much. Let me tell you something. My husband was going to be in this cabin, but sis over her, I was going to be in my Airbnb <laughs> in the Orlando Thank you. home. Thank you. Where I can move freely to Parjay, Walmart. But your husband off. can't come see you. Yeah, so but if you stay home. At least you okay, stay well, home, stay home. If he, if he put, if he put, no, because I probably live in L.A. where they still, you know, there's a lot happening. Florida <laughs> ain't no better right now. It's not. Orlando is. Okay. I'm just saying, that's a, that's a little bit. 
I know. I don't think it's necessarily fair. I understand the concept though, because it's trying to get back to to a certain level of new normalcy. And then obviously a lot of persons miss sports. And sports is sort of like a way to let persons know that it's okay, guys, we're still here. But at the same time. Here's the other part of it. Here's the other kicker. If they do not continue the season, they do not get paid. So only a handful of persons have a contract where they are paid up front before the games. It's about 16 of them who have this in their contract. I wonder who they are. So it's like... One of them is my husband. It's, like, it's LeBron, Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, and a few others. Who's else but not ill? We're not going to do this right now. We're not going to do this right now. We're not. We're going to continue... <laughs> We're going, to continue. We're going to continue. No, nope, I was going to be a dropsy. I don't see the net. Didn't help. She say. Dwayne Wade isn't playing, so he can't be the one with the contract. The point is, whomever my husband is has a contract. So I, I will continue. Okay, thank you. So if you're trying to come for me, the remainder of players. I mean now. <laughs> the remainder of players do not have this clause in their contract. So in order to get paid, they need to work. So the bench. You're talking about the bench. No, no, no. Only 16 players, period, within the NBA have this clause they in their contract. Oh, um, so that's gonna be right. that's gonna be okay. There's enough okay. enough to live by the next season. Okay, so let not me the say bench though. The bench don't necessarily have enough to live by the next season. Let me say this. If I'm a millionaire, I've already been accustomed. If I accustomed to making 18 million a year, I accustomed to spending 15 million a year. Okay, I'm well, accustomed well, to spending eight of my million. You can need, that's it. Well, you can need to... And then I have... For last they will need to mature it up and be a little more scarce with their funds. Unfortunately, that's the reality of the situation. Why do I need to mature it up with my job giving me an opportunity to make my money? If my child and I also have work, other obligations, Trent. I may be taking care of my family's back home. I may be giving um, to charitable organizations consistently. Other people have million expectations of me. Mm-hmm. But the, are these the same guys that are against? Everybody. Them? Everybody in the MBA, Trent. Everybody else with us. Okay. So it's not everyone. It's not everyone. It's just a group right now. But it is causing some stir because now it's causing Right, it's causing other players to be apprehensive. Like the Lakers, for example, LeBron is adamant that he is going. He said he don't care who going with him. He is going to Orlando to play. His team is uh, like, do we really have to? And the NBA has already stated, you don't have to. Don't feel obligated to come. Just don't feel obligated to get no paycheck. I feel like some of them who are saying that they don't want to come aren't as aren't big stars but if they were their minds would have been i think it's a mix it's a mix because it's a mix. i know i think some persons are more like Irvin and carmelo anthony it's a mix it's a good mix of people mm, carmelo really what i'm trying to say is like i that. think i think that some persons really want to get back to mentally playing because you know basketball was their escape mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, I think others are like, no, I have like six children. I have to be healthy to still be able to play next year. Tricky situation because like, they want to get back to some form of normalcy, but then you have persons who actually, they don't know how the virus would react to them. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. with certain young persons who are also athletic, it's still, some persons still die from it. So 
it's like, and then it's super, it's like super aggressive in the States. Like, you don't even know what you're going to get. At least in the Bahamas, you know, a lot of our cases were, yes, they have it, but they've been quarantined at home and they've recovered, which means that they, it wasn't serious. But you in the States where currently now it's now re-spiking, okay? We don't know why, so we're not going to say the reasons why, but it's re-spiking right now and hospitalization cases have now increased. So it's kind of scary because it's like, you want me to go play when we currently, we ain't even flattened. Like we, we ain't even never had an instance of flattening. We was dropping, but we wasn't flattening. But I, you still want me to go outside and play? I think the other portion of it too, Nadia, is I'm in, let's say I'm in Utah, where there's four reported cases, and y'all want me to go to Florida, where there's 18,000. 25. Right, you know? So I, I could get that argument. But I also get the NBA's argument that, like you said, people have not had sports to watch in over three months. Like, they care about that. No, Trent, that's literally mm-hmm. some people's, just like how music is some people's way of de-stressing. Being able to watch their, their favorite escape. sport is their escape, even for just an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know what it is to be able to cheer on your favorite player and then go bad mouth to your best friend because your favorite player be their favorite player? Literally, it's it is a, it is an escape for a lot of persons, and then also too, that's how your TV stations will remain there yeah. on TV. Because ESPN is reporting watch golf, no pool, no. They actually can report golf uh, right now, though. That actually be pretty okay. <laughs> I got my WWE network. I'm sourcing. Exactly, and they've been. <laughs> we ain't getting on a WWE with their. It is so dry. Like, I don't even know. The fact that they still is be acting is baffle me. Because they just be like, what are you going to do? And then they just play the theme music. But, you know, usually people are going, yeah. But they play the theme music. the argument I was going on. They, <laughs> they, was on like, they was like, what are you going to do about it? And then they, like, drop the mic and then walk off. But ain't nobody clapping, is my point. Have you ever watched Wrestling Live? No, not in person. Oh my gosh. I don't want to be a part of this discussion. I had the pleasure of watching Wrestling Live. Okay, it was a WWE. It was WWE. It was was definitely a pleasure. It was Monday Night Raw. And just like how you say there is no... If you watch it on TV, it's had people ah, mm-hmm. in the arena. Yes, there are people cheering, but not that loud. It, it isn't to that magnitude that's reported on TV. Ramesh's thing is he is used to hearing the commentary as well. Oh, and that's and, put in. That's and, and, and when you're there live, there's no commentary. You're just watching the show. Trent, quiet, quiet for two seconds. Let me, tell you, let me show you how to speak, Nadia. And then somebody else just walk out onto the stage and just be like, ain't nobody announcing nothing. The only reason the people, the fans and the audiences know is because each person has their theme music and the fans know the theme music for each person. Me as somebody, I do not watch wrestling, so I know nothing. Oh, so wait I, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> the commentators who are commentating on, on, on USA. You on cannot have them. Say, oh my God, 
and there's Triple H walking down the... They add no excitement to the actual live experience. You don't know what's happening. So, like, you this can... This is see- just as bad as when I found out that wrestling wasn't real. Because <laughs> I really thought Stephanie McMahon, who was my jack, I really thought that she was forced to marry Triple H until I found out that she's happily married to Hunter Hearst Hemsley. I was like, what y'all mean to see him Like, what y'all mean to see real? Like, this is so real. Like, he kidnapped her, got her drugged, and they they got married at the White Chapel. They were like, yeah, no says. It's no different from watching The Days of Our Lives. It's no different from watching... Um, Bray's Anatomy is no different from watching the real world wrestling entertainment. Okay, I understand that it first is. of all, it used to be WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, but they have to change that because of the World Wide Organization for the Animals thing. Fine, that's irrelevant. My point is this. <laughs> How do you as how do you as the producer of a show? And I could speak to it because for those of you who don't know, I'm an actual event producer. So I am very well aware of keys and points and how how an event is supposed to come together. Sporting is one of those items in the list. How am I as a producer supposed to get my fans to give me the reaction I want them to give me if I don't even have commentators commenting at minimum? the announcement of a person who's going to interrupt a current match. How do I not say, oh my goodness, and there is Triple H coming down. We don't know why he's here. The crowd's going crazy. I can't do any of that. So I might literally yeah, just sit there watching. Yeah, watching but it, what? it was always that way. That's not something new. The commentary is only for TV. <laughs> so... Nadia, I don't know if you've ever been to a a talk show taping. So a talk show taping, they give you... That's worse. You are actually working. I I want my check. Okay? And they (laughs) want So the producer gives you your cues, just like you're saying. So the host stands to the right, and the producer stands behind the host. So the producer behind the host will go, and you clap. So at least you have some cues to know, okay, you clap. They literally give you the run of show before the show starts. They're going to say, okay, so Natty's going to walk out. She's going to shake five person's hands, these five people right here. Okay, and then. <laughs> um, I can even you. you know, these five people. We just need you to look at these five people just in case the camera hits you. Sorry you to interrupt. The direction to look at. And, and they also tell you what, 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 what not to do with the celebrities. This celebrity doesn't like when you touch us, so don't touch this celebrity. You could touch this the next one? one, but don't touch the first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like John said, it's a job. But the difference is, this is a TV show. This is a talk show. When I go to a sporting event, I anticipate mm-hmm. that the, the sports are You're feeding off the energy of the crowd. You, they literally have commercial breaks, Nadia, where you sit and say, okay, now, pause, pause, don't move. And once the commercial break comes back on, clap for when the natural action hits the stage. It's like, no, like, no, it should be organic. Like, when I see them, I should be cheering, not, okay, hey. But we got on the topic of wrestling because we were saying that the NBA coming to start playing wasn't safe. I was saying that wrestling has been continued 
since the start of COVID-19. They have had these wrestlers exposed to the possibility of getting the coronavirus without a care in the world. For real. If the WWE could do it. But hold on, but have they been moving arenas or are they in the same arena? They they, they, are just one arena in Florida. So they're in Florida too? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but, I get your point. And they have they have way more close closer interactions. Right. So I feel that if it's safe enough for the WWE to have continued running for the duration of all of these lockdowns and quarantines, I'll give you that. I feel like it should be okay for the NBA. Yes, That's it's a, true. I'll a, give a few that. more persons, but it should still be able to happen. Give us some entertainment. Because these reruns is, is not doing me well. I've I've watched everything, and I'm just thinking to myself every time it goes. Every time a commercial came, comes on and goes, three more episodes until the season finale, in my mind, I'm like, is this the show finale or the season finale? Because ain't nobody working right now. So is it really a season finale? Do y'all really have some more stuff hold up for us? Because I need you to have more. Now keep in mind, most of these shows were filmed... Way, yeah, prior. Like around March. So Right, but the upcoming the upcoming seasons would have not been filmed at all because they yes. would have had to halt production. Summer shows, summer shows were actually filmed from last year, then in like December and stuff. Well I know Thingham comes out. Did she come out already? Greenleaf? Greenleaf is coming out, I think this week. Yesterday? Yesterday. I don't know. Sometime. So those shows have already been filmed and are able to come out, but newer shows, like for next season, so like fall, have not been shot yet. So that's why everything is up in the air because Hollywood keeps getting pushed back. Like one day it's okay, so tomorrow we're going to allow you to start filming, and then the next day is, uh, put your cameras back inside. You know, let's hold off on this for a little while longer. So everything's up in the air. If it can happen safely, I say make it happen. If it can't, don't risk it. Entertainment, we can find other ways to be entertained. I'm on a hiatus from how to get, with, how to get away with murder. Because a lot is happening. Where are you now? I'm away. Is anything on season four or five? No, I mean, like, where? What, what was the last scene? The guy that killed what? Nate's father. Nate killed him, and Bonnie, no, Bonnie killed him. Nate beat him up, and Bonnie killed him. That's where I am. You, what? On, how do they get away with murder? Yeah. He ain't finished finish yet. He's, he's still... Because I feel like he mixing up the story. Oh, and so Frank, you Frank, the, Frank, you're at the white wedding. Right, and Frank just killed up everybody, and, and Frank just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised at Frank at this point. Well, Frank you, killing you, somebody is just a casualty. It's just, it's very so normal. So you realize that the show has ended? What? How to get murder? Yeah, the show has ended. What yeah, were but, you yeah, at? Yeah, you at the, the boys' wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Connor and... Um, oh, that was a sad scene when she had to kill her boyfriend. Oh, um, Connor and that fool. Um, no, Connor's the fool, my bad. But you're going to... um. Yeah, the show itself is over. I finished the show, I think, on our third podcast. The show, like, literally was live during mm-hmm. quarantine, mm-hmm. and then it ended. So I've ended it, and you are going to be with, shook it. With, uh, without giving details, was the finale good? Yes. The finale was sad, but good. It was a good wrap-up. Yeah. It makes sense, because when the season, when the first, when the 
final season starts, and I think you're the lab, you're going into it, you're gonna be like, hold up, wait, what? From the first episode. And then as you trickle on down, it's gonna make more sense. All right. He's going into season five, so he has two more seasons. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so, let's head into a little versus challenge. So when we were able to be in an office and interact with each other, we posed this question to a lot of our coworkers. So let me pose it to you. Do you brush your teeth before or after you shower? Before. Before. Okay. Before. Why? I don't understand how you, okay, for me, I need to get up the, the bathroom as quickly as possible. So I'm going to do everything prior to getting in the tub because as soon as I want to come out of the tub, I want to come straight out. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. On top of that, sometimes it's be hot. I ain't standing by the face basin to brush my teeth and, and sweating and, and, and I just bathe. And I'm not brushing my teeth in the bath inside the tub because that's scornful to me. That, for me, I can't do it. Me too. So I have to brush I my agree. teeth or I go inside the shower. So, um, sometimes I'll even brush my teeth before I even decide to shower. Like, I might brush my teeth, um, joke around a little bit, walk around, I, I don't know, sweep, then take a shower. But I'm not going to brush my teeth after I shower. I agree. Okay. I, I have the same exact reasoning as Trent. In addition to that, sometimes I water heat up, because I don't know how y'all build set up, but my build is feel alive. So we have our water heat up <laughs> off. We have a switch. So when we switch that bad boy up, you got to let that cold water run off. And that's the perfect amount of time to be brushing your teeth. You brush your mm-hmm. teeth as the cold water runs off. So when you get inside, it's at that nice temperature you want. I also find it scornful to brush your teeth in the shower. I don't know why. It's so sh- it's it's a mental yeah. thing. I don't know why though. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like me brushing my teeth in the shower and like spitting that foamy toothpaste on my. I think I have to be it all over again. It's like oh my god, this is nasty. Like I have a thing about that. So I don't. I don't. My mommy actually brushes her teeth in the shower. Like she has no issues doing that. I'm just like sis. That's not cute. I'm but. I I have to all the reasons Trent did. I also want to be able to do what sometimes I find <laughs> this sounds so bad. Sometimes I find taking a shower, especially when I tire, to be like a task. So <laughs> I need to get in and get out as quick as possible because I yes. don't even try to do that right now. But I'm that person that I can't I can't be dirty and lay in a bed. I feel like the dirt is just like crawl onto every part of my bed. So I have to shower. But at the same time I'm like, God digging it, I don't want to shower. And so I got to brush my teeth first. Then I got to rinse out with Listerine for 60 to 90 seconds as directed by my dental hygienist. Then I have to go into the shower, quickly shower, and then come out, wipe my face dry off, and walk straight out because I'm not trying to be in there with a steam Because if I start to sweat, I could feel dirty, and I got to start showering again. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I'm different. So (laughs) for me, I have a morning routine. I wake up. I use the restroom, I shower, and then I brush my teeth. So I gotta brush my teeth before I use the restroom too. It's yeah, me too. So sometimes I stay in the bathroom while I'm brushing my teeth, but my room is right next door to my bathroom. So others I can just start, start brushing, 
Ghost. Stand in front of the fan and cool off a little bit. Do my first pick. Do my next rotation. Go back in my room, stand in front of the fan. Or go start playing music. Go back, spit, rinse, mouthwash, and that's me. Because now my body's, right. are, my body's already started to dry. I've already brushed my teeth, and now I can just jump into my clothes. I feel that brushing last helps my mouth to be fresher. I am now vibrant and ready to go. Whereas if I brush my teeth, it's 6 a.m. First thing I get up in the morning, then I go use the bathroom. We then never said bathe. first thing. We never said first thing. It's but we're talking about your morning routine, though. This is your no, morning, our morning routine. routine is you open the when you go to bathe <laughs> is when you brush your teeth. Not what like, makes it more fresh is goggling the serene before you leave, but brushing it is different. You, that should be one process. That should be one sweep. It shouldn't be like brushing no, and then come back to the It doesn't have to be. But I agree. Like, you don't have to. We ne- Me and Trent never said that when we wake up, we go and we, we brush our teeth. We're saying that before, your, your question was, do you brush your teeth before or after you shower? I literally mean right before I shower. I literally mean that. Sis, now, if I'm, I could be real. If I'm not, if I don't have anywhere to go, and I probably ain't shower until like 2 p.m. because it's quarantine. Then, and only then, may I feel inclined to brush my teeth in the morning. <laughs> but mostly, I'd probably just rinse out with some Listerine and carry on with my day. And then right before I go to shower to go out, if I leave my house at 3 o'clock, then I will then brush my teeth. But I'm, I don't, I'm not talking about, oh, I wake up, yawn, and go, oh, let me go brush my teeth. No. No. Not unless I go to work. Like, y'all don't feel like y'all spitting some um, um somebody um saliva on on y'all clean body when y'all in the shower yeah I, shower, I don't brush my teeth in the shower I brush my teeth in either in front of not the in the shower in. but by the face face it no because I, I have, have a I have you a feel like your face dirty again because I have my a, face dirty because I brush my teeth because I, all that you my you should know how to brush your teeth without spitting stuff going all up in your eye. Yeah, but toothpaste and stuff on your mouth, though. You gotta wash your face over again. It's literally this area. I have and a I'm question. going to put chapstick on right after. I have a, I have a part B to y'all to your question, Ramesh. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys spit out your toothpaste spit? In the face basin, in the shower, or in the toilet? When I'm feeling ransom, ransom the um, face base load, I still with the toilet. That is scornful to me. Doing it in the toilet. Oh my God. I only know about the face base, and I'm sorry. Me too. <laughs> that, I have some members in my household who do it in the toilet, and I look, I, oh, that is so nice. To me, that feel like you ain't even brushing your teeth. Because <laughs> you inhale in the toilet air, right? <laughs> that is absolutely scornful to me. Like, if you brush your teeth in the face base, and why you spit in the shower? I get you spitting it in the shower, which is also why it's scornful, right? But like, if you brushing your teeth in the face basin, how you then moving over, taking two to three steps to the toilet to spit in the toilet? I still need to rinse. So even after I brushed, after I spit, I still need to rinse and to make sure I get all of the residue on that. Right, but where do you rinse? Everything in the sink. I'm renting and then going and then no, I have. If I hear, I have. I agree, Trent. Hmm. You. 
Who, what were you asking? Where do you rinse and where do you where spit do you out? Where do you rinse? You, you, ready you, say, you already said that sometimes you will do it in the toilet. My no, question no. is, will you also rinse in the toilet? Um, first of all, I don't spit in the toilet a lot. It's very rare. Like, if I just clean the bathroom and... Yeah, yeah, it don't matter when you do a trend. You do it. <laughs> That's my point. It doesn't matter when. You've done it once, twice, three times. I don't care. You do it. My question is, why? I don't spit the rents and stuff inside the toilet. So, so why are you spitting in there, period? If you're rinsing off your face with the toothpaste in the face basin, right? And you're rinsing off your, your, your toothbrush, why are you spitting initially in the toilet? Because you still have to rinse. What, what, what to difference was... Basin. It's, it's what's like, the it's difference in form? What's the difference? Okay, it depends on my mood. Sometimes it's very scornful when the toothpaste sticking on the face basin and stuff, and it's so nasty. But you need that's to rinse it like off. The, that's why I have the water. That's why I like, I like to have the water running. That won't waste water. And I have the water bill high. You what definitely should turn the water off. You but I do rinse. Definitely rent. turn the water off while you're brushing your teeth. I know that. I will. I'm talking to Nadia. Who about he water is talking to me because that stuff is beef. But. I do rent at the face basin. You're not answering my question. My question is this. If you rent at the face basin, right, and you're rinsing off your residual foam from the toothpaste, right? Let's say you have a mustache. You're rinsing it out of your mustache, your beard, you're rinsing your toothbrush. If you are doing that action in the face basin, because that's your last action, why is your initial action to spit in the toilet if you still come in back to the face basin to rinse off the same type of foam? I think it's OCD. That, that's all it is. There's no reasoning behind it. My mommy is say, oh, maybe they do it because they don't want to. They don't want to put the the same reason you said. They don't want to put the toothpaste in the basin and it gets sticky. But I agree with Mish. Rinse it off. I just feel like if you spit in the toilet, to me, to me in my mind, it's like you legitimately brush your teeth with toilet water. That's how I feel. Now, I will say to Nadia, I feel like that only applies if you follow the process that I follow. Keep in mind now, y'all don't follow that process. Y'all go brush your teeth, then use bathroom, then shower. For me, I definitely wouldn't do it because I go use bathroom, shower, and then brush my teeth. So I see the two sides of it. Let me pose another question to you all. Would you rather not have any other drink ever besides water or never have anything put in an oven? The first one. <laughs> I'd rather have, rather have no other drink besides water because I can actually live with just water. Yeah, I think I, I love I, water too. And I can I, grill I instead grill. of bake. But I need my bake chicken and stuff sometimes when I try to lose a couple of pounds. But you could grill. That's so much work. Taking the work aspect out of it. We didn't say that you have to cook the items. I, okay. I, would, I, would, I, I would like cake. You'd, you'd, I like cake. You'd give up a lot of drinks in the world. No more alcohol. No more alcohol. No more juice. No more milk. No milk, no juice, no monster, no soda. Not, no coffee. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No <laughs> other drink but water. You say no, 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 no milk, no milk, no milk for your cereal and no coffee. The only other beverage that you can have is water. 
I, I'll commit suicide if I can't drink coffee again. So I might. I would. I would still do the water because, like Trent said, you could live off of water. Not to mention that may have to be the case. So I could lose the amount of weight that I want to lose. <laughs> so I'll. I'll do. I'll. I'll do. I'll do the. Oh my god! I love I water. I really do. I can't even drink. Can I make tea? Because it's water based. Coffee is water based. No coffee. No. That's true though. Yeah, if I do I coffee black. I, I think it's only water. Literally water. <laughs> Literally water. Not even what if I bring Kool-Aid packets with me? We Nadia, we could be slick we could be slick and take the water and use Ligati. We can make lemons. We can make lemonade because of the lemon. Mm-hmm. You right. could just sprinkle it in. Huh? We win. We win. I didn't say that y'all can't make these things. The point is you are not allowed to drink anything but water in its purest form. Anything. Or that you can't have anything that was made in an oven. Anything that prompts me to, water. Drinking, um, to, to drink less water is something I'm not going to choose. So I have to choose the option with wa- where water is included. No trend. Okay. Here's the options. You only can drink water. Yes. Or... You can't have anything that's made in the oven. So if you pick the thing that's made in the oven, you can have as many drinks as you want. But I will only I will only be able to drink water. I'll choose the water one. Me too. Because I need cake. <laughs> when I thought of this, I agree. I I can't go without pizza, bread, cookies. When you really look at the amount of things that are made in an oven. Yeah. I know it's an essential part of life. Cause some days you want to bake your chicken. Yeah, I, don't I thought about that though, cause I was like, mm, I, I could do a grilled chicken or a deep fried chicken and a grilled rib. But grillers take long for real though. Like I, I, love said, you, I never say that you have to make it. Trend, you're being confused. I you said you picking water. I I did pick. I I said cake. I love you, but you'd have to go. If you pick water, you could have the cake. It's if you gave up the cake, then you only could have water. Water, right. You said anything that's baked. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so here's the options. Listen, listen to the question. Either you can only drink either you can only drink water and have everything that's baked, or you can drink whatever you want and never have anything that was baked. Oh, that's easy, the first one. I got a water and cake. Okay, he's right, now, he's right, Nadia. So, yes. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying it took, it took a while to get there. <laughs> I'm so, I was, so I was thinking about it, right? You just confused me. No, you just, saw that you can't have cake. <laughs> you said you can't have cake, so you obviously wasn't, you didn't have it right. You confused yourself, boo? You nobody confused me. I good. I good. I got my water and I got cake. Oh, Lord. What are y'all cooking for Father's Day? Because y'all is doing Father's bad. I remember everybody talking about how they do this big spread for Mother's Day. Big brunch and big this and that. Father's Day come along and yeah, people, we, this, we, the um, most, this the most would happen on Father's Day. Happy. How you doing? That's good. Anyway. I just, I just call to tell you happy Father's Day and hope somebody bring you some crab and rice today. Facts, because we ain't make none. Somebody calling me on my next line. I can talk to you later. All right, Daddy. Bye. That's bad. Though. <laughs> That's bad though, because we act like we don't have good fathers. I feel like they they 
they they deserve the same treatment that mothers deserve. Fathers and um, father figures. There are a lot of father figures out there yes. that don't get the so, recognition. So we yes. did lamb chop, lamb chop, fried fish. I think that's grouper, I think. Um, cold slaw peas and rice. And I'm going to warp up some salad. Big we did homemade spaghetti. We're Italians today. Well, we're doing baked ham, scalloped potatoes, and wow. broccoli and carrot Normandy. There you go. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just have 10,000 Normandy at, at work. <laughs> That's where every, I get it from. Every day, on the cap, every day on the cap <laughs> menu is not vegetable Normandy. I'm like, okay. Oh, Y'all literally just boiling some vegetables and calling it Normandy. Okay. No, some days it has butter and then some days it has seasoning. So that's where it gets the different name, you know? Some you guys days, ever, Some days it's a medley. You guys ever, ever tried vegetable pizza? Like just a lot of vegetables? My mommy does. My mommy yeah. actually makes cauliflower pizza. So the, the bread, the crust is actually cauliflower. I don't have the time. My mommy bakes that in 30 minutes. She mm-hmm. How does she do a crust then? Because... Based on all that I have, it's supposed to steam it out. Then you have to string out the water from the cauliflower. I thought that she didn't do all of that. Nope. She does a cauliflower. She does the, she graters the cauliflower. So she doesn't buy the cauliflower, like the cauliflower rice already done. She'll get a head of cauliflower. She graters uh-huh. it. She um, adds a little bit of flour. And then she presses it. I, I can't remember what else she's added. Whatever else. So that's what she it is. And that is. She she adds the flour to give it the consistency. A little bit, very little. As we trying to do it with just the cauliflower, where it has just that consistency. She did also. one with just cauliflower, and cheese. Mm, she adds cheese to make it instead better. of the flour. Okay. So she makes it in different ways, but my mommy cauliflower pizza legitimately takes thirty minutes to make, including a baking time. Well, I just take long to cook, so. All right, I ain't gonna have to do no 30 minutes. Chef. Me, I move Whilst the water boiling for the rice, the meat in the fridge, I, I don't up some um, potato salad. I, I need to get up to the kitchen yeah. as, as quick as possible. I don't like being in the kitchen. I could be in the kitchen for three hours cooking a basic meal. What, what do you guys do? Do you do your meat first, your rice first, your side first? How, how do you guys cook? I need to start cooking my meat before I stop my rice because my rice isn't going to take long. And then I don't want my meat to be full. Right. Same. So season up your meat on the bacon, then start the rice. Hmm? Sorry, turn? So season up your meat, put in the bacon or whatever, and then start the rice. Yes. Yeah. So they can all finish at the same time. And then after your rice, do your side? No, no my, my, while my right is on the stove, I can start doing my side. Because sometimes if your side is cold, like if your side is like coleslaw, I actually like my coleslaw chilled. Mm. So I need that to sit into the fridge for a little bit to get like a chill on it. Same thing with potato salad, crab salad. The guys need them to have a chilled okay. effect. Okay, temperature. So I make that a little too easy for y'all. What if y'all doing macaroni? You doing the macaroni first or the rice? Macaroni. Macaroni first. Because that's a two-step process. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to boil the macaroni, then you gotta mix it up in the pot, then you gotta put that into the oven. That's a that's a that's a process in itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while the macaroni boiling, I'd be seasoning up my meat. Mm. 
and okay, profit. So you, do, you do your macaroni, then your meat, then your thing. <laughs> right, I do my macaroni. I go macaroni, meat, macaroni, rice, side. side. Mm. Okay. Because macaroni, even though macaroni is a side, you know, for us to just be a stop, that ain't really a side. <laughs> I know, right? Macaroni isn't really a side, mamas, no. you know? So, like that's exactly. how I would do it. Okay. Well, today you learned a lot from the community team. I hope you put some of these things into effect. Thank you for watching this week's podcast. Make sure to check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, or wherever you find our podcast. And brush your teeth before you bathe. Yes. That's a relative. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>